BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. We're here at it on a Monday. Nebraska loses 45-7 to Michigan. We're here to break it down. The the game, the human elements, that'll be next segment. Is all hope lost? What's on tap for the Huskers? Plenty to talk about here today. If you have any thoughts, let us know. 402-464-5685. That's our Sarder Heyman text line. Our Honda of Lincoln hotline. We also have a video stream brought to you by Sarder Heyman Jewelers. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter streams up and running for you. I'm Austin Norman. Really good at relying on the expertise of the man to my left, the right, if you're looking at the screen, the nine-year NBA vet, the Husker Hall of Famer, repping the station here today, loud and proud, Eric Strickland. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Great to have made it through another weekend. Uh, it, It is not promised to any of us, and so I'm grateful to have done so, especially after leaving out of there early. Um sitting in the stadium, getting a chance to hear some of the the disgruntled um, discussions that are going on <laughs> around me, different things like that. So that's that was enlightening. But uh, more so than anything, just glad to be here. It's another opportunity, man. At the station, it is beautiful. Another beautiful day. How long? This is a part of the question of the day. How long is is the sun and the beauties of these days here in Nebraska are going to last? My question of the day, when when after we get through some of our segments, but even to you guys on the Sutter Hammond text line, at, at where you can always reach us, uh, we're thankful to Allo VIP line as well. That is brought to you. You know that line is brought to you by Allo Fiber, where they understand the importance of acceptive, exceptional service with local heart. So. That's uh, the text line at 402-464-5685. This is the question of the day for me is, is how long, I'm talking about the weather now, how long is it going <laughs> to sustain before the snow and all the cold starts dumping on us? How long are the fans going to be patient with the program? Because some people are looking around the landscape 
I will get into a little bit of depth on that, I think, throughout the segment today. But that's one of the questions that I just have for those who are less listening. How much patience are you willing to take over the rest of the season and forward before you really go into disgruntled mode? You might not like the answer. It will definitely go down easier with a big plate of Mary Ellen's food for the soul. Big thanks to Charles and his crew uh, down there at 29th and Pine Lake. Check yeah. them out starting on Wednesday. To answer your question, Strick, I'm going to flip it back around to you with, with a question here in a sec. I think the answer is different for those who you know bought tickets to the game, accepted tickets to go to the game, and those who didn't buy because they knew this was coming and they wanted to sit at home on their couch. Mm-hmm. What we heard in post-game was same old, same old, more of the same. Nebraska gun in Nebraska. Oh, it's just Nebraska. I'm sick and tired of this. We're just waiting around. Uh, we're being spoon-fed hope every offseason with no change. You mentioned you were at the game, again, just for a half because it was hot. You didn't want to deal with you know a 28 nothing beatdown that was only going to get worse. Oh, and, and you knew it. Like, it, it, what you just said, you it, it wasn't even like you could sense that there would be a change. You, you just knew it wasn't going to change. Right. <laughs> So if you were at the game on the text line, let us know. And I'll ask you this here, Strick. What was that chatter at the game? The people around you, what was their conversation? What were they saying? What was the vibe in the stadium? Uh, it, it was very similar to just the same type of things that you were saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, we're just continuously getting gashed. Oh, you know, they're not, uh, it just doesn't seem to be any hustle. You know, they don't seem to have any, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Austin? You, you had mentioned it last time. Any sense of urgency. Right. You know, mm-hmm. just... Just just seemed lethargic and, you know, oh, here we go again. You know, then the fumble. Oh, same old thing. You know, when they hiked, there, there was a hike and then <laughs> the Harvard did catch it. And, yeah. yeah, so you, you were hearing a lot of that, man. And so, it, you know, you, you, you take it in. Then, you know, some of the, the, the uh, Michigan, some of the Michigan fans that I was around, they were actually pretty good. They weren't nasty. They were, you know, asking questions. People were talking to them around them. I still think that's the beautiful part of what I see about Nebraska is, you know, the Nebraska fans are some of the best. And, uh, but as much as they were beating the tail out of us, they weren't, you know, they could have really stuck it to us and put it in our, you know, like that, but they didn't, you know, so it was pretty cool. Not cool. I was out there. I was out. I was out. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was on my way, way home. I was like, I'd much, I, I really felt Austin that I was at a point where I'd go and watch maybe a better game, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and in about half the stadium. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they're they're. They, I mean, they were out. You, mm-hmm. you can tell. And it was none of them was clicking the ticket to get back in. They were just <laughs> like, yeah, no. They, they were going. Yeah, they were going to tailgate. It was. It was just one. Of they, you could tell they were either going back to the tailgate and uh, finish up the day, or I saw something on the highway. So, yeah, it's frustrating. It, it's a bummer. And we have some people here, you know, on both sides of it. Uh, we have one guy, 1155, saying we've been patient for 15 years. I get that it's a new staff again, but I'm tired of it. If we don't do well this next stretch of theoretically winnable games, I'll just stop watching for a while. Okay, I won't stop watching for real, but I'll be upset about it. That's one side, right? At some point, someone has to get it right. Mm-hmm. Again, it mm-hmm. means too much. There's too much poured into it for it not to get right at some point. Yeah. The other side of this is, well, it's a new coach. Well, they're only five games in. They haven't even played half a season Give them time. It's not their roster, not their guys. And here's the thing, Strick. I can't say either one of those sides is wrong. Mm -hmm. Both sides are correct. Yes, it's been 15 years. It's been too long since Nebraska has been honestly taken seriously at a high enough level of college football. Right. That's true. 
But it's also true that five games gives you some some early, you know, potential yellow flags, but I haven't seen any red flags yet. Nothing to say, oh, yep, we should start over again this year. There's a very thin line between, you know, cutting bait at the right time and doing it too early or too soon. Five games is not that point, right? Give yeah. them a year, give them a couple years. And, and that's what I keep saying on this show on Old School too. You have to accept the reality of where Nebraska is at right now, but that doesn't mean you settle for it, right? You can accept that it's year one of a coach, but you don't have to settle for it. There's yeah. a difference there. Yeah, there. I mean, there is. It's you know, you may not like it, but I think where my mind goes is understanding that you know the history of Coach mm-hmm. Rule. You're looking at other programs around the landscape. You can even look at like Notre Dame. You know, um, that wasn't taken over very long ago. But then you look at where they are as far as maybe their skill positions, maybe even the quarterback. Uh, you look at other aspects of them. How ha- how has their defense or their offense improved over what they were doing? Mm-hmm. We seem to have a regression. And I'm going to be honest about it. To me, a big mistake, because I think it's a bigger picture issue, and here's why I say that. A big mistake that we made, I think, was just basically in allegedly pushing Casey Thompson out the door. Yeah. I thought that was a bad mistake. I think the Jeff Sims, uh, the Jeff Sims situation may have set the program back potentially minimum of two years. Because if you look at the recruiting, if anybody on the text line can tell me who at the core, because that's one of the most important positions in college football mm-hmm. for the success of a program as well as the success of a team and how well they play is the quarterback position. So when you look at that, who can you say, honestly, that's coming down the pipeline that has a savior ability within them outside of the fact that he just happens to blow up out of nowhere, which you can't predict, right? Right. You can't see that. So as a receiver which you're very much lacking right now, you look at the receiving numbers and as a portal transfer or a young player coming in out of high school, can you honestly say, I'm looking at the quarterback and I'm looking at the receiver's room and can I honestly say I want to be in that room? So now you're set back in recruiting there Mm -hmm. for however long. Because until that changes, i.e., I said this before, if some of you may not, you know, have taken that into account, what I said, that is why I believe Jordan Addison left at the pinnacle of of his of his winning awards, mm-hmm. best receiver in the country. Pickett goes off. I don't know what's coming. I'm not sure. I maybe have seen him on a scout team. I maybe watched him with his reps. I don't like that. I'm out. Mm-hmm. And so, but he ends up going into the league, still having not not the same type of numbers, but he still had a successful, you know, He's run. He's WR2 as a rookie. Yeah. That's, that's solid. <laughs> yeah. So so that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm looking big picture, Austin, mm-hmm. when I'm thinking about this. I just don't see an exit strategy for opportunity to get better soon. 
some of that big picture stuff we definitely need to dive into. And luckily, today's Monday, so we can do that with our recruiting guy, Brian Munson. Um, plenty of people here on the text line talking about recruiting as well. Uh, big money is one of them. We will talk about this. I think that's a good conversation to have with Brian Munson. I yeah. really do to get his his uh, insight on a Nebraska level. But Brian's plugged in. Um, we'll get his perspective too on you know other programs that have been where Nebraska is. How did they dig out of it? What does it take? Um, before we go to break, Strick um, for the first break of the hour here. Big Ty sends in. I don't think we realize how bad of shape this program is in. It takes a lot to rebuild something that was torn down for years. Again. Yes and no, because I think it's fair to say there's more going on in North Stadium and in this in this program behind the scenes than fans will ever know about. Like not every as much coverage as there is on Nebraska football, not every single detail gets out. Some of it might pleasantly surprise fans. Some of it would disgust them to some degree. You know, it goes both ways. Plenty of stuff won't be known, but the head coach knows. The players know. The the coaches know. The athletic director knows. But the best coaches rise above it. They accept the reality of their situation. And they, while it to some degree plays into what it looks like on the field, the best coaches rise above it. The best coaches find a way to make anything else going on behind the scenes not matter. And they make everything else fall into place by being good on the field. Big ask, year one, I get it. Again, I'm in team patience. You're only five games in right now. But the best coaches find a way to put all that other stuff to the side, compartmentalize, and not use it as a as a fallback as an excuse. So let's 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 get to that point because we were last week talking about the human elements. Mm-hmm. You you just got thrashed in your stadium. I mean, thirty eight lit- points and it wasn't that close. Literal beatdown. Like there was nothing you could do, and there's nothing you could do to stop it. And I gave numbers, and mm-hmm. I told you if Nebraska doesn't do this on defense and doesn't do there, there's it is not going to be because my original prediction was forty-one to seven. That was early last mm-hmm. week. You can go back and check the tape if you think. I'm, now I I had hope that if Nebraska wins a turnover battle at one point five, they stop them and don't let them over one hundred and fifty yards passing. And over 200, I mean, over 150 yards rushing and over 200 yards, I think it would be a closer game, more along 14 points. That was mm-hmm. that was what I said. So now the human element is going to kick in. You have some dejected kids in there. You have some inspired kids, probably Joshua Fleeks and guys like that that happen to get, get off a little bit towards the end of the game, probably feel good coming into this week's practice, maybe get an opportunity. Mm-hmm. But you have some dejected kids in there the messaging of what you're going to say to these kids to get them inspired for this week, short week, Mm -hmm. to turn. This is where we're going to see the messaging, the coaching, the inspiration that can hopefully change because they need to change it this week. You, you, You probably didn't expect to win Michigan, but God darn it, you've got to get this next one. Because they're not as good as, I mean, I think they... I think it's equal parts. It's a 50-50 toss-up. But you got to play. So you've got to get them on point, message, and get their mentals right so that they can prepare for what's going on this week. Seven more opportunities on the schedule, but only one of them matters this week, and that's Illinois on Friday. Same opportunity because it's just one game, but a different opportunity. There's no number in front of Illinois like there was in front of Michigan, and it's not, you know, the number two. (laughs) 
like it was in front of Michigan. So there's not another win that would be such a statement as to a Michigan level on Nebraska's schedule, but every game's gettable. I want to continue on the human element part of this, Strick, somewhat relating to Michigan, um, but Matt Rule had a quote at the press conference today that really stood out to me. I want your thoughts on it. Text line, I want your thoughts on it as well. We'll get to that quote from Matt Rule and all sorts of other Nebraska-Michigan chatter as we continue on the block next.